from the Summer State Studios, this is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate-controlled bays, increased safety measures with your choice of games, as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf Center or go to topgolf.com. San Diego State University, building the foundations of something bigger at the top college hockey program in California. Go to sdsuhockey.com to find out how you can be a part of it on or off the ice. Summer skates, shower shoes and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond. Wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Central Oklahoma University Hockey. Go to ucohockey.com to follow the two-time ACHAM1 national champions as they look to add a third championship banner to the rafters. Jets Pizza. With six different styles of pizza and eight different styles of crust to go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Peterson Toyota. Earning the trust of our loyal customers at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins every day for over 50 years. AT&T Wireless. Fast, reliable, and secure. M-Drive. Our boost and burn is specially designed to help you get active, get lean, and burn fat. Get yours at mdriveformen.com. Oklahoma University Hockey. 20 years of the action you crave, only faster. Drury's and Suites. Find out why we say our home is your home. Visit us at DruryHotels.com. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. Award-winning barbecue for your next catered event. Or at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. And now our new location at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans. It's Monday night, which means it's time for analytics and eyeballs. It's our in-depth look at the numbers and what our eyeballs told us from the weekend. Scott Strandy with you tonight from the 24th floor of the Rio Suites and Casino in downtown, actually off the Strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, I believe, is going to join me. I don't see him yet uh, on my screen i know he's there somewhere uh, ah i found him i found him i've been uh, there that beautiful palatial estate it oh, takes yeah. him folks folks it takes him a little while to walk from one end to the other sometimes he needs a golf cart to get him from one side to the <laughs> yeah other. you're funny but anyway he's joining us from long island new york paul how are things out on the island um there are it's weird i'm you know home alone right now have one kid going to get the other just weird <laughs> i know eventually it'll happen anyway but you know i mean I, you know i gotta kind of build myself up to that but um it's just weird yeah well i'm all by myself in a hotel room in las vegas nevada so there you go nothing weird about that <laughs> kind of kind oh. of it is <laughs> anyway uh it's been well, a fun what, weekend pe- here pe- last pe- night we, we did the show early because right. you needed the beauty sleep and of course yeah, okay. everybody knew that so um we said Carrying let's go early tonight we went on time well let's first of all let's just say let's 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 clear let's clear the thing you know, terry's not there because she's 
on grandma duty. So that's... she's on grandma duty. Yep. So I am camped out by myself here, and uh, I will be moving from Las Vegas to uh, Tucson, Arizona tomorrow. You want to come with? No. Oh, okay. Just checking. Just checking. Uh, uh, Tucson Roadrunners, Coachella Valley. Firebirds tomorrow night and Wednesday night in Tucson. One Joey Decord, I believe, is going to be in goal at least one of those nights. So if I, if I could, fun. I'm hoping I can get a little, probably. little time with Joey. Yeah, I'm just uh, me and that town just kind of don't don't go together. Just, oh, okay, okay, you know. that's that's cool. That's cool for you. Yeah, um, listen, yeah. I'll leave that to you and anybody else. Coach Berman. I like Coach Berman. I have no problems with Coach Berman. If you okay. could, if I could, like teleport into the arena and then teleport out. <laughs> uh, I love it. So anyway, tonight it's analytics and eyeballs, as it is every Monday night. It's time to talk about what we see and what we have seen in the numbers. And Paul, my goodness gracious, the first number I want to start with tonight is the 100th win from the head coach of the defending national champion, Denver Pioneers. We talked about it last night. Tonight, I think number 100 deserves a little bit more attention because um, David Carl did that really quick. I mean, really quick. Keep in mind, you only get about, what, 34 to 36 uh, NCAA games in a season. Right. And uh, you, you'd have to get uh, a nice winning percentage, let's say, to get that accomplished in just a few years. And that's what coach Carl has done. So congratulations to him on achieving that milestone. And there'll be many more to come. Trust me. Uh, while he was doing that this weekend, Paul, there was another former um, pioneer coach in Jim Montgomery, who I had a chance to uh, run into uh, post game at the Boston Bruins versus Vegas golden Knights game. So that was kind of cool Two right. uh, pioneer coaches. Um, with well, one, Montgomery not with a milestone. He's just he's just really good. I mean, he right. just he's got I mean, a lot of talent on that roster, but he's just really good at making them do what they need to do. Well, let's 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 make sure people know that that you know Carl did this in four and a half seasons. Yeah, I was gonna let you bring that up because you're the numbers guy, and this is analytics on eyeballs. I'm not the numbers guy, but I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, two frozen fours in a national championship. The, the, and that includes, by the way, the odd fluky COVID year. Which was nasty to them. It was you know, very nasty. Which was only accounted crazy. for 10 of that 100. Yes. So he won 90 in, what, three and a half years, we can say. So, I mean, Practice think about low, that. That's almost 30 wins a year. Well, <laughs> it's not. Well, yeah, I know. It's 25 or 20. Yeah, or but I mean, it's in the high 20s, and that's. Yeah. It's you know, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. Right. It is so hard to do. It is just so hard to do. That fast. Yes. Yep. So uh, he uh, you know. he was he's got a pretty impressive resume. I just wanted to get that out there, uh, and and then mention that I had a chance to see Jim Montgomery as well because Jim's had a battle ever since he left uh, Denver. He's he's yeah. had a lot of personal issues and things, and he's a heck of a hockey coach. He just needs to be in the right situation. And I think Boston might be that one for him. I think he just looks really comfortable on that bench. Well, you would know that better than I do, than I would. Um, you know, obviously you've 
you know, not just, you know, over time, I've seen a lot more, you know, folks between your time and uh, following uh, Eddie Christian, Sue, and, um, you know, in the last well, I, I thought bunch you were of years just going to say because I hobnob a lot. Well, that too. I, I was trying to <laughs> not. I can't listen. If You know, I don't mind taking shots at you, but if you do it all the time, then it ceases to be having an effect because then it's just. Okay. You know, then it's just like spraying. You know, you know, I don't need to do that. Uh, okay, we got polls to talk about. We got all kinds of things to talk about, but we're going to shake it up tonight really? a little bit. Yeah, we're going to go with the uh, Super 16 first. Why? What do you think about that? Why? Because it's important. People need to understand uh, that Paul Hornstein's Super 16 is the poll that matters. That's why we save it for last. Yeah, well, we're going to start off with it tonight in case people aren't normally listening at this time of night. Um, we, we want them to hear it first and well, well, wait, right up the giggle. Wait, so you, 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 you know, listen, we, we, we spoil them by doing it at our regular time uh, as opposed to 530 so you can hob and knob at the Golden Knights game? <laughs> well, wait till tomorrow night, Paul. We're starting at, we're starting at 4 p.m. Uh, 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific time tomorrow. Really? Yeah. I've got. Were you, uh, were you going to tell me at any point in this? Yeah, I just did. Um, <laughs> Are you free by the way tomorrow, seven p.m. Um, Eastern? Um, probably. I I I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you know. Uh, I, uh, well, that's the plan. Uh, we have uh, Coach Rick Zombo of the Lindenwood Lions coming on, and I have to double check and make sure he's ready at that time, but. Uh, it's an early start in Tucson tomorrow. I don't know why these two games are starting at 6.30 instead of 7.00. Oh, see, this is why you want to start. See, now the truth comes out. Well, yeah, yeah. Joey Decord's starting in goal. <sighs> now the yeah, truth comes out. This is not a This is not because, say, the guest <laughs> needs to come on a little early. This or you need because... your beauty sleep. Not this time. Not this time. Well, yeah, well, no, because anybody that – has seen pictures of me knows that beauty sleep not is not beauty. something that not I get too much of. Beauty back? No, not a chance. So, um, so anyway, that's yeah. the plan for tomorrow night. Wednesday night, also a 4 p.m. start with the uh, general manager from the Oregon Ducks, Craig Thornton. Had a chance to meet him for the first time this weekend. Seems like a really nice guy. He's done a really good job already with the program. I know we were a little bit um, apprehensive, dare I say, skeptical uh, when he took over. But boy, oh boy, he is putting uh, the the work in for the Oregon Ducks. And you know what? They they may be climbing that ladder even faster than, uh, well, certainly faster than San Diego, but uh, San Diego State. But who knows? Uh, they might be even faster than than you and you and LV at this point because they're they're geared up and ready to go. And you know what they're what lies in Eugene, Oregon, right? Uh, yeah, we, we, we know of a, a little place there that, uh, might have a few extra bucks laying around. Yeah. If it gets yeah. to that point. If it gets to that point. And let me tell you, their hockey is incredible. It's, uh, what they've done in the first year of recruiting for a division one team. He told me about some guys that are coming in and I'm sure he'll talk about it Wednesday night. Uh, some guys that are coming in next year that they're really looking forward to. We've got two really good goaltenders. One played. Their backup played on uh, Saturday against the uh, UNLV Skating Rebels. Right. And um, 
because they're they're number one without with a sprained ankle. So uh, and if that's their number two, they're in pretty good shape. They are in pretty good shape. Well, but listen. That being yeah. said, Paul, the UNLV Rebels are probably going to win the ACHA National Championship if they continue on the same pace. Well, you know, listen. I mean, we've had people tell us that um, that they've had quote unfair levels of talent compared to everybody else. So, well, let me tell you, let me tell you two things. Number one is they said the same thing about Lindenwood. And right, if exactly. Have, if you have aspirations of going forward and becoming something more than just an ACHA D1 champion, you are an absolute fool if you don't bring in some quality players that are ready to play at the next level. And look what um, Rick Zombo is getting, and he's going to be on tomorrow night, but uh, look what he's getting out of his ACHA, and I'm using air quotes when I say that, players last year that are stepping into the NCAA ranks and really doing a number on uh, on some of the guys that thought they couldn't do a number. Well, listen, I'll say this about Lindenwood. Um, I, you know, most quote-unquote expansion teams – and I really don't know any other way to put it. I mean, if you have a better term for it, then it's fine. It's just for simplicity's sake. Newbies. Yeah, I just for, for simplicity's sake. It's, yeah, I get it. You know, um, you know, we expected them to be. You know, we expected them to struggle putting up points, like most first-year programs do. That really hasn't been the case. Nope, their losses have come on defense, not uh, you know, not um, lack of scoring. You know, I mean, we 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 did kind of know that they would struggle a little bit on defense with all the freshmen that they have, but that right. was a conscious choice, as, as the coaches told us many times. Yep, and he'll tell us again that tomorrow, and he'll tell us tomorrow, and um, I, I am sure. And he will also tell us how much he's loved these last few weeks of practice. Yep. I'm sure of that too. And I'm also <laughs> because all coaches do. Yeah. And I'm sure that he's going to tell you, he is loving the, the opportunity to go back and get a shot at Denver after what they did to them last year in an exhibition. Uh, I think that, uh, you know, I'm not going to predict anything. I'm just saying that Denver better come ready to play because Lindenwood is going to come ready to play. Well, I, I think that, if you're watching that series, uh, some of it will be, um, you know, Denver put out a lot to sweep that series with your Bulldogs, with the Vampires, this past weekend. Are they still um, Vampires when they can't come back and do anything? I don't know. I, uh, so they lost that, that tagline? I don't know. Not, not, okay. They're close. Okay. They're close. Okay. But, um, you know, this, you know, you're, they're sitting here and, you know, obviously by the time they get to host Anchorage after the turn of the year, it'll be a different story. Um, but this is especially that Friday night game against Lindenwood could be a dangerous night if Denver's not focused. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, trust me, uh, the coach with 100 wins in four and a half years will uh, will have that team focused and ready. I trust in that one. 
Um, I'm sh- listen. I-, I am sure that the coach is going to do everything he can to keep them. But you know, that's why they play, right? Because it's not played on paper. Yep. And sometimes, and this is why upsets happen. That no matter what you do, you know, I mean, listen, the talent level we we know is 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 not close. Well, in all fairness, the talent level uh, for anybody versus Denver is probably not close. <laughs> right, I, I I get that, but you know, the, I I mean, know, the, I the know point also saying. is that human nature sometimes takes over. Sure. And you know. You watch on film, oh, it's Lindenwood, and their record is only this, and, and so forth and so on. And, you know, uh, oh, they're, you know they're, they're four and ten and so forth and so on. And, you know, we can just, you know, this is nothing. You know, we just, you know, did what we wanted when we had to against, you know, Duluth. And, you know, we, 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 can, we can take it easy, you know. It happens, no matter how much a coach tries to prevent it. Yeah, well, it better not happen with Lindenwood because they're not just any team. They are a team that uh, can uh, can do some damage to you if you're not careful. All well, right, that's just it, you know. Okay. All right, what is on paper? Um, you don't play the games on paper, but you do play the Super 16 on paper. And trust me, folks, mm. we get it on a uh, a screenshot of a paper notepad. Anyway. Whoa, whoa. Uh, let, what do you want? <laughs> Seriously? There are these things called computers that you could send it on as well. But yeah, that's but then okay. I gotta, yeah, but then Paperwork. I have to mess it. Yeah, first Paperwork. of all, when when I when I get <laughs> when I get this ready, I I'm keeping track of, of stuff on paper. How many times have you scratched things out before you finish this? Um I don't know. A few. A few. It depends on the week. Okay. All right. Well, this I, is the week I, of December I am trying 12th. to get a system down, though. So. Yeah. This is the week of December 12th. Let's start with the top four. Right. The Denver Pioneers, 14-4-0. and 4 and 0. The Minnesota Gophers, 15-5-0. and 0. The Quinnipiac Bobcats, 14-1-3. And, and the Boston University Terriers, 11-5. Paul Hornstein, how did you come up with that? Um, look at last week. Okay. I just nothing really changed. <laughs> nothing really changed. I I it might have changed a little bit um depending on um uh, what had happened with BU and UConn on Sunday. Was it Sunday? Yeah, I think it was Sunday. Yeah, it was yesterday. I'm pretty sure it was yeah. yesterday. Yesterday um, would have been Sunday. Yeah. I'm losing uh, today was an insane day, so I don't, I mean. Oh, okay, so let me stop you just for a minute there because I was asked a question by Coach uh, Vigneri Greener uh, the other night. He said, I'm watching, um, I believe this is Friday night, he said, I'm watching uh, BU and BC play. Is it the bean pot already? No. Like, no? No. no. Um, but he said they're it? on ESPN. They're on the big channel. Yeah, it was a conference game. It was um, Jerry York night. At Conte Forum, and um, I, I, and it just was one of those wild and crazy games that happen 
don't expect it to happen, uh, where they put up 16 goals, but uh, it did. Um, and I was it was a, that was actually kind of a big night for college because they had a doubleheader on the Big Ten Network, and they had that game on uh, ESPN, one of the channels anyway. Um, and oh, um, Coach Fidnery Greener told me it was on the big channel. It was important. He was watching it. Well, it was one of the ESPN <laughs> channels anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, but um, no, it, it's just um, you know, it, it just it was a weird. Was one of those weird games. Okay, it was so, a rivalry game. The bean pot is not until February. I knew. I knew that. I told him that. I said no. Okay. It's not until February. But uh, he asked me. I said no. It's not the bean pot. It's just a conference game. I didn't realize at the time that it was the York night. Um, but anyway, uh, so I'm going to ask you this right off the get-go because this is what came to mind when I saw the top four, and I don't think it would have mattered who was three and four to me. Um, I see Denver, I see Minnesota, and I see three and four, and I don't think either three or four can compete or defeat Minnesota or Denver. Um, no, I'm not sure they can right now. I mean – I certainly wouldn't pick either. I certainly wouldn't pick against either one of those two teams, say in a seven-game series. Yeah, well, that ain't happening. Call the chalky. So I know that we're it, good on know, that. We're gonna play them not ten times, and they might beat us nine, <laughs> but not this game. Oh, you not had to tonight. <laughs> you um, had to. You had to get that reference in. I always try to get those references in. Ah, I love it. I love it. Okay, you know, so uh, um, let's do five through eight. Okay, and by the way, as we as we said, uh, if that second team is focused on actually winning a national championship, oh, Katie, bar the door. Yeah, they got a lot of talent on that roster. Yeah. Okay, uh, number five, UConn at 11, 5, and 3. St. Cloud State, 14-4-0. Oh, St. Cloud State has a loss. Uh, Merrimack, 13-4-0. And, oh. and Michigan, 12-7-1. Paul, how did you come up with the next four? Everybody lost this weekend. So there wasn't a lot of movement. Uh, okay. Everybody was basically 1-1 one one for the weekend. Uh, there were very few 2-0 and o teams. I can give you three of them. I mean, yeah, but Denver. those teams didn't go anywhere. Colorado College? Oh, Alaska. Yeah, okay. Um, they were all 2-0. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. just throwing it out there because they're in our coverage area and want to throw a little love their way. I know, I get it. Okay, um, so uh, UConn at five, you, you hinted that they might have been able to sneak into four yeah. uh, had things gone differently. Yeah. Had they beaten BU, uh, BU probably would have dropped a few more, would have dropped some spots, and UConn would have moved up. Um, Are you sold on St. Cloud State yet? They're 14-4. and four. Well, listen, right? I, I mean, I gave them the benefit of the doubt this weekend. They lost on the road at Miami. They didn't just lose ball. They got whooped. Yeah, well, you even the best of teams throw up a stinker. You know, okay. I mean, yeah. You know, you you got to be fair. Yeah, yeah, you do. 
you know, or at least I try to be. Uh, it's hard for you to on be some teams, objective. though, isn't it? Listen, you know, and I got it. Like I said, I have to give them the benefit of the doubt. They earned, you know, they earned it. It was on the road. And, right. you know, I'm, I'm sitting here and, you know, I was, you know, I had, he was keeping an eye on it and just, you know, just have one of those nights. And it, you know, at 14 and three, you've kind of earned one of those nights. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, so let's do nine through 12. Penn State, 15, five and oh. Number 10, Michigan State, 12, seven and one. Number 11, UMass Lowell, nine, seven and one. And number 12, Ohio State at 10, seven and one. Uh, Paul, I think you got hooked into the, the Big Ten is what happened right there because I see number eight, number nine, number 10, number 12, all Big Ten teams. How can that be? Uh, like I said, mostly because teams went one and one this week and there were a lot of teams at the bottom that didn't play at all. I mean, it's just kind but, of the way the schedule fell. And by yeah, the way, there's yeah, a lot of there's a lot of very light weeks coming up. Oh yeah. So, um, what are you saying? There probably won't be much movement. Probably won't unless crazy stuff happens. Like you know, if, uh, I don't know. I mean, if 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 Denver should somehow lose a game this weekend, do I move them out of the top spot? Probably not. Once again, you earn it, right? You earn a mulligan. You're a golfer. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yep. I hear you. Know, and like I said, I, I, I don't think there's a like, there's not just, a lot this weekend. Paul, I just can't, I can't envision um, five or six Big Ten teams in the tournament. I just can't see that happening. Well, you better start to see it possibly happening because as of right now, it probably, if the season ended they, right now, it would be. But they got to play each other down the stretch, and that means somebody well, has all, to win yeah, and somebody's got to lose. But that's the same for everybody else, too. No, they're not playing the same guys, the same teams. I'm talking about Minnesota's going to play Penn State. Michigan State's going to play Ohio State, right. whatever. Uh, the Big Ten's going to be bashing themselves. How well, can they all yeah, but, come out on top? Well, yeah, but you can say the same thing about Hockey East, which has one, two, three, four, five, six, six teams in the top 15 of the pairwise, too. Yeah, but they still got to beat themselves up, too. But that's my point. So then, you're going to have people beating each other up. So that should it's, open It's going to be hard. I say that's how it opens the door up for the teams that we talked about last night, just outside of the 16. What's well, possible? Get opportunity because you hope that if you're them, you hope that these other teams just start beating the heck out of each other and uh, allowing allowing teams to creep up. Well, yeah. But anyway, that's what we have to the top 12. So let's do the final four. Ooh, that was no Wrong not sport. The last four. The last four. How about that? Um, okay. Harvard in a 13 at 8-2, and I can't read it. One? Yeah, yes. you can't read. Uh, um, it was off my screen. Uh, yeah. RIT in at 14 at 12-4-0. and oh. uh, Number 15 is Michigan Tech at 10-4-3. And, and number 16 is Providence, 9-4-5. and five. 
Paul Providence has way too many ties. What's going on? Uh, I don't know. Check their closet. What the heck do you want from me? <laughs> yeah, I know, but you're always the guy that's going like, Nate Lehman's teams, you got you got to hang in there with Nate Lehman's teams. You never know. Uh, they're tying everybody. They got okay, more ties they're not losing. and losses. I know, they're, they got more losing. ties and losses. That means they're not winning either. Uh, they're winning more than they're losing. Yeah, well, true, but I don't know. I don't like ties. I don't think that – I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, better but than anyway, shootouts. Uh, Harvard, RIT, Michigan Tech, Providence. Uh, your thoughts on those four, and like I said last night, uh, in the pairwise, are those four teams that are going to be able to hold on to spots to uh, to make a trip to uh, the national tournament? Well, Pro- Providence is the only team that's played this weekend out of any of those, and they only played one game. Right. So, um, and uh, in that one game, they got they got beat. Um, who did they lose? Let me see. Check. I don't remember who they lost to because I think it was earlier in the week. It wasn't even over the weekend. Um, I think it was like in the middle of one of those lovely midweek games that we love so much. That's why you love the midweek game. You'd like one every night. Yes. Well, yes, I would. <laughs> um, you know, uh, but basically those guys in the bottom didn't really play. So, you know, that's why uh, they didn't move. So. All right. So that is the Super 16. We will have it out on the um twitter machine as we like to say coming up tomorrow uh either late tonight or tomorrow morning we'll post it up there and let people see it instead of just hear it um we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna come back because we got more numbers to talk about we got polls to talk about we got all kinds of stuff that we need to get into and dig into in the second half of the show we'll be right back at behind the mask we know that players are always messing with their equipment constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com whether it's an extra mouth guard wheels and bearings for your inline skates or extra rolls of tape for your stick at behind the mask we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegers. And they score on the lacrosse move. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. From the nation's best college hockey conference. Access exclusive on-demand content and watch more than 140 live games. Ready for you wherever you are, however you want to watch. On your phone, computer, or stream to your TV. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. When you can't be there, be here. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv.
Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening oh. to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. Right. Still got it. Still got it. Who's old now? So you're a few weeks into the season and that brand new equipment bag is starting to get kind of funky. Those sweaty gloves and pads, yuck. Well, there's only so much you can do about it. But when that new pair of summer skates starts to pick up that scent, that's easy. Our customizable shower shoes go right into the washing machine, then air dry overnight, and they're ready for their next shift at the rink. Customizable for your team or with your favorite player's name and number, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear, are perfect for players in the desert or even for just wearing around the house. Head to IcetimeHockeyWest.com and click on the Summer Skates link to get your personalized koozies and shower shoes today. Question? Comment? Let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943- Three seven seven two. All right, welcome back, in hockey fans. Indeed, it is Monday night, which means it is analytics and eyeballs. We're halfway through the show. Scott Strandy with you tonight from uh, beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, the twenty fourth floor of the Rio All Suites Hotel and Casino. My co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from Long Island, New York, where the palatial estate. Sometimes it gets them a little tied up because it's a long distance from one end of that building to another. Yeah, whatever. I'm so, just hoping uh, the dog doesn't knock me over. <laughs> uh, I'm not too. I'm not too young. To, I'm. I'm. I'm more than old enough to break a hip. <laughs> oh, we don't need that. We do no, not need not that to. stuff happening. Uh, anyway, um, so we talked uh, the the summer or the summer skates. The Super 16, a little early. Uh, and by the way, the summer skates are great for wearing around the hotel as well. I'm wearing mine right now. Yeah, I've almost worn mine out. So hopefully those new ones are just about ready to be shipped out and on their way to us. So reminds me, I need to check with uh, with those folks and see how, how we're doing on that end of it. Um, so the other things that happen on Monday, Paul, are the, uh, how do I say this, the mystical polls come out. NCAA polls. Um, which one do you have in front of you, and which one would you like to start with tonight? I have them both in front of me. Okay. Which one which would one you like to start with? with? I don't care. Let's do the USCHO. How about that? All right. Um, okay. Where do we start on this? I just – I just, Denver on top, like they should right. be. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I, I don't – like I said earlier on your Super 16, when you look at this – and you go, okay, here's the poll. I get it. It's a poll. This is it. But number one and two, uh, come on. I know they have Quinnipiac in there, but really, Paul, do they really have a shot to beat Minnesota? Oh, yeah. They do? Sure. Okay. Okay. Just curious because I don't think so. But anyway. Well, the US, listen, well, would they the be favored? USCHO no. poll. No. Um, top you going to let me answer? Or you... Yeah, okay. You can answer. Go ahead. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, 
Would they be favorites? No, but they wouldn't be heavy underdogs. I mean, Yanni Peretz has been tremendous for them as a freshman last year and and and, and is doing it again this year. I mean, it's not like, uh, you know, after after a while, it's not it stops being a fluke. You know, you can have a hot year when you, you know, when you're following it up and you got a 1.82 goals against average. And, and, you know, that's about where it was last year. Uh, the only thing you know, I actually, have... it's actually higher than it was last year where he was at 1.17. So, uh, could they win? Uh, absolutely. Uh, are they a heavy underdog? No, but you know, uh, well, according actually... to the pollsters at DCU and USCHL, they're, they're not even underdogs. They're ahead quite uh, substantially. They got 15, 15 first place votes compared to nine to Minnesota. It's fine. You know, I don't, like I said, uh, each well, here's what I see. Let me bring the eyeballs into the analytics equation here. Um, when you look at Minnesota on ice and you look at Quinnipiac on ice, and granted, I haven't seen Quinnipiac as much as I've seen Minnesota. <laughs> Excuse me. But uh, what I will tell you is um, that gopher lineup is uh, better than any lineup in the country um, as far as NHL draft pick and quality. And I just don't see right. – uh, how that's going to work out in favor of Quinnipiac. But anyway, that that's just me. So anyway, it's Denver, Quinnipiac, Minnesota, St. Cloud State, Penn State, Merrimack, Michigan, Boston University, and Harvard. Top right. nine, Connecticut would be your top ten. Right. And, you know, Merrimack, all they keep doing is winning. Yeah. Who are they playing, Paul? Well, you know, they they are in, in, in Hockey East, which is – Who are they beating, the Paul? or one of the top two, you know, conferences, the way it's going this year. So you have to give them credit for that. Um, Who have they beaten? Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, they, they, they beat Providence. They beat UMass. They beat UConn. Right? They beat a very good Sacred Heart team. They swept Boston College in a home-and-home. Home. Um, you know, with the three, three of the, one of their losses is overtime at UMass. Have they beat Denver? They haven't. Have they beat Quinnipiac? I haven't played Quinnipiac. Have they played Minnesota and beat them? No, but Minnesota played hasn't played St. them Cloud yet either. Them. No, but St. Cloud hasn't played them either. Have they played Penn State and beat them? Um, no, are they on the my point, schedule? My point no. being is that's top five in the poll, and they haven't competed against any of them yet. Um, they might have to if they're going to win a national championship. Well, of course they are. So um, my thought is... Hold the phone just a minute here. Let's just make sure that you're beating some quality opponents all the time and not just building a nice resume of wins. Well, once again, you know, we're talking about a situation where Hockey East is way up this year. And Merrimack was hot at the second half of the season last year. So, you know, I don't want to – I don't want to – you know, disparity. UConn is, it was kind of the same thing. They were hot at the end of last year, carried it over into this year and keep going. I mean, you know, you can only play who's on the schedule. I get it. I knew that was coming, and uh, I was ready for it because that's true. No, you weren't. Um, I mean, the thought that I have, though, is, man, it's hard to compare. When, when East and West don't cross over very much, it's really hard to compare who's who's doing what to who. I think. Well, yeah, but you could say it both ways. 
you could you could say it both ways, but I, I have a you feeling. You just don't want to. No, I have a feeling that what my eyeballs are telling me is the West is still stronger. <sighs> the Midwest and West no, is still stronger. I don't, I don't know. I mean, we'll see, right? I mean. Of course. Well, that's why they play the games. But anyway. You know, I mean, the, let's, let's, you know, we're sitting here and this is definitely, um, to this point, a down year for the NCHC. Michael, he said it, not me. Oh, I said to this point, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. Did I or did I not say that? Yeah, nice sidestep. I said whatever. <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it is. <laughs> Michael, know. if you got any new gear, maybe don't want to send any whatever. two X's. Whatever. I'll just uh, stick to the XLs and the largest. It's fine. And by whatever. the way, my man Stephen Marsh is starting to top me out now. I was the XL, he was the large. Not anymore, man. Steven's eating way too good. We got to put him on a little diet. Well, okay. <laughs> fine. Marcy, if you're listening, you know I love you, buddy. Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, but listen, it, it's not like it's that far, re- far remote that, you know, those teams in the mid-20s in the NCHC could bounce up and, and get into the bottom eight of the pairwise. It's not... Like, that would be completely stunning. We're going to get to that in just a minute. Um, so I gave you the top 10. I'll give you the next 10. Michigan State at 11. Providence 12. UMass Lowell 13. Ohio State 14. UMass 15. Minnesota State 16. Michigan Tech 17. Western Michigan 18. And Notre Dame 19. And RIT 20. I will tell you, when I look at that, RIT should move up. Notre Dame should move out. Uh, Western Michigan, Michigan Tech, you got a lot left to prove to me. Uh, Western well, Michigan, a lot more than Michigan Tech. Minnesota State, you better be careful because you could slip. If you don't win your conference, you could slip out and not have a date at the NCAA um, selection show. And, uh, Paul, I want to get to the receiving votes because I think this is interesting. North Dakota was 16. Colorado yeah. College with four. Right. Arizona State with three, right? I don't know who the I don't know who the people are that vote. Well, I know there's some people that are biased towards the green and white. Okay, I mean I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm just saying that uh, I think everybody in North Dakota would admit their team is way down. Um, they were beaten by Arizona State on a right. quote unquote neutral ice, but it was actually a home ice advantage for North Dakota. Um, Colorado College was beaten twice by Arizona State pretty right. soundly in, in Tempe. Right. And uh, they have one more vote than Arizona State. Not to say that the Tigers don't deserve a bunch of votes because I think uh, they should be up a lot higher. Than well, somebody, myself, but. somebody put this out on um, the little bird app there. Yeah, and, that'd be the Twitter, Twitter yeah. machine. And said, whatever games happened this past weekend completed the quote-unquote circle of suck. (laughs) Where you could basically (laughs) find a a circle of every team that has lost to somebody else and that person lost to this person and and all the way full circle. So um, I don't know what the heck that means, but I kind of liked it. So. That, that just reinforces what we've been saying, that Minnesota and uh, 
Denver are the top two teams, and it's going to be hard for anybody to uh, to jump in and take over that um, that, uh, that spot in, in my mind. But anyway, well, that's, listen, uh, I could definitely I can understand that. I, I I'm not going to sit here and 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 say that 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 can't happen. That it, that those aren't the two likely. Um, that you know that those that is not the likely uh, thing to happen. You know, I mean, what do we got here? I mean, you know, as we sit here, um, it'll be very interesting to see if, considering if, as we expect. Denver and the other Maroon and Gold team will be the top two seeds overall. How they uh, distribute those regionals. Because uh, you've got one that's truly in the Midwest in Fargo. Right. And then you've got Allentown, Bridgeport, and Manchester. Now, Boy, Allentown will do they be know that there's unquote, hockey in the West or no? Allentown will be your quote-unquote Midwest or Mideast or whatever the heck they're going to call it. How about just East? Well, no, that would be <laughs> Bridgeport and Manchester. So, I um, know, but you get my point. There's well, four regionals and three of them are within a – you'll throw a blanket around them. Well, yeah, but that's it. true. But, you know, in 2024, you've got the Centene Center in St. Louis and, and Sioux Falls. Yeah, why you know, can't we have that more often? Well, yeah, but people have to submit bids for that. I mean, yeah, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm saying, come on, people, let's get involved here. Let's bring hockey west a little bit, anyway. At least give them a regional, one regional. If you're well, farthest west place is Fargo, that's not farther west. I mean, it's got to go farther west than that. And this well, ridiculousness, like Frank was talking about, about not being able to play. On a college campus has got to go away. That's got to go away too on a regional. Listen, I, 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 we have discussed how to solve that problem, but you know they're not going to listen to us. No, nobody does. Um, But then you know, but I guess thirty-three thousand five hundred people have. But anyway, I mean, the three years after this, you've got Sioux Falls and 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 St. Louis. Um, in twenty twenty-five, you've got Fargo and Toledo. Okay, stop. Stop it. Toledo? All right, well, west, it's still... West of what? Allentown and Manchester? It's west of them, yeah. Okay, you know, I'll and then in, 20, in 2020... The what time zone are they in? Eastern. Uh, well, yeah, I get that. But in the 2026, you've got Loveland and Sioux Falls again. So yeah, can't, that, And I get that. Loveland is good. It's mountain time zone, at least. Right. But, I mean, come on. you got four regionals. Can't we possibly figure out how to have two in the one in the west, one in the Rocky Mountain, one in the east, central, and one in the east? Yeah, I mean, they do they all be have to be on. three of them in the east? They have to be bid on. I know, I know. I'm just, I'm ornery about it. I just think that that's well. Listen, whatever. College hockey, go to eight conferences. Automatic, you know, conference champions get best two out of three at home to start the tournament. 
solves a lot of these problems. Yep. And I will die on that hill. It grows the game is what it does. It grows the game. Right? Because now you have to, like I said, now you won't be the home team in the middle game. The other team will get last change. But you want to get, you know, that, that way you get teams that win their conference, will get the automatic home ice. Right, so you're not "quote unquote" always seeing uh, Conference X never getting a home first round series. You eliminate that. You put a premium on winning your conference. Um, and I think if they switch to that format, you might get new conferences. <laughs> you might get that "quote unquote" realignment. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Okay, down the road. and nice and setup, if, by the way. And if you create more leagues and you get more teams, then you can figure out a way to, to expand the tournament. To 20 teams. You know, but, you know, just keeping it, go to the 16, Super 20. keeping it at 16. Okay. Once again, eight conferences, eight conference winners host two out of three in the first round of the NCAA tournament. And I promise you, you won't have any problems selling tickets. I like it. I like it. He's talking revenue, folks. Listen up. Okay. Now. Okay. And if you want, you can also have do it in the second round. But the problem is you won't, you know, that's which is fine by me. And you can do it like they do the baseball tournament. Yeah. Okay. You know, this way, you know, once again, it puts a premium on winning your conference. And if yep. you don't win your conference, you're going to be seated nine through sixteen. And if you're not in the conference, well, oh, well, well, but the point is, if they go to eight conferences, the odds are they'll be able to fix that, where there yep. won't be that, where they won't be the independent yep. issue. Yep, I hear you. Okay, uh, let's get into the USA Today poll. Uh, Denver number one, Minnesota two, Quinnipiac three, Saint Cloud State four, Merrimack five. I have no problem with that top four. Um, Merrimack, I'm sorry, you just have not. You, you jumped up five spots in the poll, the biggest jump probably of anybody. Um, yeah. And I, I just don't think you've proven it yet. I'm going to pull a Paul Hornstein here. Show me that you can beat a team in the West, any team in the West. You know, plenty of teams in the West. What are you going to do? I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. You're going to let them climb the board only to watch them get smashed in the tournament. Because well, they maybe that not maybe that's a fact. That's what happens every year with these teams like that. Um, and if you are, if you are that good, then then I'll be uh, I'll eat my words. But well, uh, you'll get they'll get their I chance. I just don't think you're getting. Yeah, I just don't think you're getting a fair comparison um, when you're looking at them. But anyway, they are number five. So six is Penn State. Seven is Boston U. Eight is Michigan. Nine is Harvard. 10 is Connecticut. What the heck? How did Penn State get all the way to six? A lot of teams. Uh, listen, I have them in the top 10. Yeah, but you don't have them six. Right. Anyway, um, so that that's my thing. Um, then you go to uh, 11, Michigan State. Uh, 12, Providence, still too high. University of Massachusetts Lowell at 13, about right. 
Ohio State, Warren, the heck are you doing at 14? You should not be uh, maybe even in the top 20. Um, UMass, 15. Minnesota State, 16. Michigan Tech, 17. Notre Dame, 18. Western Michigan, 19. Cornell, 20. And how in the heck does Western Michigan keep hanging on to a spot? Um, I just don't think they're that good, Paul. I really don't. Well, there's a lot of... They're 10, 9, and 1. So right, you're but, telling me if Arizona State had... But Notre Dame is 8 and 8. I know. But if uh, if Arizona State had won that game in overtime, they would have also been 10, 9, and 1. And they're right. barely receiving votes. Well, but if they had... If they would have won that one game in overtime and made it 10, 9, and 1, you're telling me that they would have been number 19 instead of Western Michigan? Uh, I think they're a better team no. than Western Michigan, but they haven't I think proven they are on too. the ice. I, I think they are too, but they're, uh, I don't believe they would have gone from, let's see, receiving four votes to uh, being number 19 in the country. So, Western, you got to prove it to me again like you do every year. I'm sorry. You're just, I just need to see it out of you guys because I, I can't, in the words of my co-host, I can't trust them. I don't know. There's not a lot of people to trust right now in, the, in that bottom tier. There just isn't. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I mean, I, I don't, you know, I only go to 16, but, you know, I, you could pull those teams out of a hat, 16 through 20. Well, Notre Dame is either going to have to fall out or they're going to have to really knock some teams around in the Big Ten because at 8-8-2, eight, eight and two, that really is not a team that should be even sniffing uh, a national tournament bid then. And they're close. I mean, they're in at 18 right now. Uh, I, I get that, um, you know, uh, and I, I once again will sit there and tell you it's kind of a product of just everybody being around the same thing. I'm not saying I agree with it, but, you know, uh, who they lost to? They lost to that other maroon and gold team. They've lost to Michigan. They split in Boston. Um, they split with Penn State. And it's not like they've lost – I mean, it's not like they've lost to, you know, whoever's at 60 in the pairwise. They probably haven't played Stonehill. <laughs> no, I don't think Stonehill's that high, but – They're 62. <laughs> but anyway, um, okay, so so last night we talked a little bit about the pairwise and, and the guys, and I told you what my thought was on that. The, the polls are the polls, so – I don't even dignify them with uh, with a comment except for the Super 16 because I think that's that's more realistic than what we're seeing. But um, I've already brought up multiple times tonight about the Big Ten. I just don't think they can sustain it uh, and keep, keep all those teams up there. I think they're going to end up with maybe three or four. I don't think they're going to get five or six like they think when it all comes down to it. And, uh, you know, Hockey East, I think they're in the same shape. I think when it all comes down to it, three or four teams. Um, you know what I'm, you know where I'm going with this, right? It's almost, it's almost like you know, let's max it out at four teams a conference. If your uh, your conference should not get more than four teams in, because if there's only sixteen in the entire tournament, you can't have four from one conference. And I know that we saw that from the NCHC uh, before, but Four from one conference is the max. It's got to stop well, at that's, that. 
that that's why they have the pairwise to to eliminate those those you know those uh, pretenders not pretenders but oh, okay. you know that to, to to make it as objective as possible now you might not like the pairwise but it is what it is yeah yeah okay um okay. and I don't want to hear it because we know of a team that made it in by point zero 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 one and won a national championship. Yep. And there were a lot of people complaining that that team should not have been in. Yep. I hear you. So. I, you. I don't. I mean, there, there is no perfect formula. It, it is what it is. It's going to be that way. Uh, it'll always be what it is. Um, I just think it's a, a great Monday night topic to talk about the numbers and seeing where teams are and where they can be and where they're going to be. Um, you mentioned it uh, earlier in the show that it's going to be a light week. It's going to be a light couple of weeks probably right. until uh, we get into the New Year's Eve uh, tournament and uh, games and competitions, and then things start to really ramp up. Uh, you look at um, – I think Denver is one of the teams that intrigues me the most because they'll play um, Lindenwood this weekend. Right. And then they got a couple of weeks off, if I'm not mistaken. Right. And right. then they get who? Fairbanks. Well, yeah, and that's that's even a f- two or three weeks down the line after this. Yeah, I know. And, but I'm so. saying those are two independent teams that could scare the crap out of you. And uh, Fairbanks did last year in Denver, if you remember. Yeah, no, they did. I have no question. I mean, like I said it's a light week. There's a bunch of CCHA games this week. Um, for the most part, that's about it. Um, uh, you know, other than Lindenwood, Denver, uh, in intra-state rival between Fairbanks and Anchorage, and also Ohio State and Bowling Green. Yeah, I, I wanted to wrap up with that. Um with that intra-state rival, the Governor's Cup battle, because uh, the games in Fairbanks went all Fairbanks for the weekend. Now it shifts to Anchorage. Uh, It's going to be interesting, to say the least, what Anchorage comes back with. Uh, There's a lot of pride. There's a lot of fans and people and Anchorage supporters that really want to see their team do well against that team from uh, 350 miles to the north. Um, east, northeast, I guess. Yeah, obviously, what we'd say. So anyway, that's where I'm. That's where I'm going with that. So I think that'll be a lot of fun to see how that comes out. We know the compete is for that beautiful Governor's Cup. Have you seen that yet, Paul? No pictures of it. No, I might have. I don't know. Ah. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful picture. The big old cup. Um, it, Lucky I remember really, my uh, name. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's really, really good. Um, that's all I got for analytics and eyeballs, unless you got something else. No, well, no, I mean, we, we spent a half hour talking about the 16, so. Yeah, well, as we should. It's the only poll that really matters. True. And if you want to know, folks, you need to uh, check it out. It'll be on the Twitter machine, as I like to say. Um, Elon Musk machine, maybe I should call it. Um. I don't want to go there. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, that's coming up. I will remind everybody once again that tomorrow's show is a 4 p.m. start, including my co-host who didn't know that. No, I didn't. So I'll remind him now. It's a 4, it's a 4 p.m. show. Um, <laughs> uh, 
That's not Eastern time. <laughs> no, that's Pacific. That's where I'm oh. at. I don't care. That that's where I'm going to start anybody. the show from. That okay. doesn't help anybody. Yeah, it helps me because if I'm looking at 7 o'clock Eastern, i got to subtract three hours. And if right. I'm in Arizona, I only subtract one or two. Yeah, see? so But 7 o'clock Eastern is very consistent. Yeah, I know, but my watch doesn't read Eastern time. You can make it. You can set it for that. <laughs> then I would be really screwed up. Oh my God! Wow! Can you imagine? I don't think to the watch has to anything to. I don't think the watch has anything to do with it. But okay. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, down here in Las Vegas, it, it feels a bit tonight like I might be in Manhattan because the helicopters are buzzing. Are there helicopters that buzz Manhattan? Or uh, am I just dreaming that? I don't know. It depends. Uh, well, anyway, happens. there's helicopters all over this place tonight, and I don't know what the heck. Um, I'm on the 24th floor, and as long as they stay airborne above me, I guess I'm okay. But, yeah, boy, when you see them flying outside your window, you're going like, ah, go a little higher, dude. I'd feel better. Well, all right. I'm in the basement, so I don't know. <laughs> I know. Well, that state. What time do you think you'll get back up to the main floor? Um, How long before the music ends. In the basement. Oh, okay. All right. Take it away, my friend. From the Summer Skate Studios, analytics and eyeballs have been brought to you by Drurians and Suites. Drury Plaza Lake Buena Vista, the newest official Disney World hotel, is booking for stays now at druryhotels.com. University of Central Oklahoma, two-time ACHA M1 champions and champions every day in the classroom at ucohockey.net and uco.edu. AT&T Wireless, where new and existing customers get our best deals on every smartphone. Buy Summer Skates, whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player. Show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See summerskates.com for more information. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalies needs better than we do. See the website for our Three Valley locations and more. Jesse Ray's Barbecue. 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, or at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. Buy M-Drive, supplements to fuel and refine your drive at mdriveformen.com. Oklahoma University, join our 20th anniversary celebration. For schedule and ticket information, go to ouhockey.net. Peterson Toyota, our staff at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins, Works hard to make sure you get the right car that fits your needs, new or pre-owned. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza, more than great pizza. You'll love our wings, sidekicks, and more. Find the location near you at JetsPizza.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. Analytics and eyeballs and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app and available for download at wherever you get your podcasts from. Search ITHSW Podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review the show. Help people find it faster. Once again, that's ITHSW Podcasts, all one word. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studio is a part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com. Very well done, my friend. A couple housekeeping things. Another big welcome to the uh, folks at Adrian college in adrian michigan for joining us as acha corporate partners glad to have them on board uh another shout out to jesse ray's barbecue as Stephen marsh and i snuck on over there have a little barbecue this week while i was here 
Uh, always a pleasure going there. Always great food, great barbecue sauce, all that good stuff. Um, you know, we, That's we enjoy really it. why you go and, to Vegas. Uh, <laughs> it has nothing to do with the hockey. Uh, I saw plenty of hockey. It's got a lot to do with hockey. Uh, oh, okay. It's also got to do another shout out to the Vegas Golden Knights and the media staff there for accommodating Stephen and I. I mean, Stephen's a fixture there now, but but I get to sneak in every now and then. And I put a couple things out on the Twitter machine last night, Paul. Um, if there's any doubt about where the loudest building is, it's Vegas. It's Vegas. Just quit, quit trying to imitate them, folks. They're the best, and you're not going to catch them, so stop. Just stop. And uh, if you want to know if they can still yell nights, they certainly can. I have that on video as well. Um, that has not gone away. And despite uh, a hard luck loss last night with some injuries again, um, they continue to battle. I don't know what they are now, 29-1 and one or 20-10-1, and one, something like that. Um, they're hanging in there, and uh, they'll be there uh, come tournament time or playoff time, as we shall say in the NHL. All right, we'll say goodnight. Little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. Hello, New Day. Ask you to tune in early the next two nights, 7 p.m. Eastern time. There you go. I got it right? Yeah. Well, I don't know about Wednesday night, but same thing. I didn't really know a lot about last night either. But at 4 p.m. Pacific on uh, on tomorrow night, and also on uh, also on Wednesday night. So 7 p.m. Eastern, folks. Tune in. Listen to us on the Quad Pod of Hockey Podcasts. Good night, everybody.